three of the NFL season and week four of the college season are in the books. We're actually we're going to start doing two shows a week. Monday show, a little 30-minute recap of the weekend and our thoughts. Ryan's back. Ryan, how are you? How are we, everybody? Hi, Ryan. All right, let's start off this. Let's start this off with, uh, well, could have predicted, uh, what is it? Lions, Eagles. Andrew, the fuck happened? Um, I'm still asking myself that question. So, apparently the Lions are a lot better than, than either of us gave them credit for the last episode. Are the, are the Lions better, or are the Eagles just taking a shit right now? Well, here's the problem. They're missing Deshaun Jackson, and they're missing Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Jason Peters was in and out of, of the lineup uh, yesterday. I don't know exactly what happened to him. Maybe he had cramps or something. I can't remember. And then Andre Dillard, who was their first-round pick, left tackle they got from Washington State, he got hurt also. It, I, like, it was bad. And then even after all of that, they're down 10 points in the fourth quarter, score to make it 27-24. Lions march down the field. Eagles get a big stop with, um, I, like, four minutes and change, I guess. Go four and out. Uh... Wentz tried to scramble on fourth, and they came up a yard short. So now the Lions have first and ten at, uh, I don't know, like the Eagles 25 or something like that. At this point, I was I had to go to somebody's birthday party, unfortunately, so I had to listen to the end of it on the radio. So I can't remember exactly where the ball was. Um, Eagles defense, another huge stop. Jenkins, my favorite player, blocks a field goal. Russell Douglas picks it up, runs it to the Lions, like, 20. And then, lo and behold, they call a block in the back on Jenkins, which was suspect at best, which knocks them out of field goal range. Now they have, uh, what was it, fourth and five. They're, like, right at midfield. Wentz, again, uh, completes a pass to Sproles on a fourth and five down the sideline. Uh, No, just kidding, offensive pass interference. That was the third offensive pass interference that the Eagles had called on them. The whole, the whole game. Matt Collins had two, and Sproles had that one. I can't remember the last time watching a game where a single team had three OPIs called on them in the same game. So now it goes from first and ten at the twenty. You're easily in field goal range to tie the game up. Now it's fourth and four, fourth and fifteen. Wentz last gasp, uh, desperation throw. Hits Ortega Whiteside, the rookie receiver from Stanford. Hits him right in the hands, and he drops it right at the goal line. Oh, and, so he so he pulled the. The uh, the Aguilar. Pretty much, he did, and I like I'm now having like ghosts. It's like the ghost of Christmas past, because like this is like 2015, 2016 Eagles. They like when Aguilar and Jordan Matthews used to drop everything. It was maddening. Dallas Goddard. It it became a moot point anyway because the Eagles ended up scoring on that touch on this particular possession anyway. It's like Wentz hits Goddard right in the hands. He's wide open, running to the end zone. And the guy drops it. I'm like, how many, like, Wentz is having to throw two and three touchdown passes per drive. And I I hate this because he's going to get so much criticism for it, and he doesn't deserve it because nobody on his team can catch a fucking pass. Miles Sanders uh, fumbled twice. Uh, They only lost one of them, but... Miles Sanders almost actually uh, got decapitated. Right, his his neck got twisted off of his body, and for some reason, I guess the referees just, like, blinked 
for like a really long time and missed his helmet getting sent to like the other sideline. Yeah, I don't um, know. But that's fine. Miles I mean, Sanders fumbling is nothing new. No. But he had a good, I mean, other than that, he, I, I can't remember how many all-purpose yards he had. It had to be close to 100. So, I mean, he, solid game. I mean, he's been uh, solid. Jordan Howard looked Jordan Howard looked great. He just didn't get the ball enough for some reason. I'm sure that Doug will fix that. But, like, uh, I, I don't know exactly what the deal is with Deshaun Jackson. Alshon is saying that he's going to try to come back for this Thursday night game against the Packers. Um, but it's a calf muscle strain, I think, he has. So if you rush that and then re-pull it, you can be out for, like, a extended period of time. Honestly, I think we're going to lose the game anyway, so don't even bother. But again, I thought I, we were going to beat the Falcons, and I thought we were going to beat the Lions, and I was wrong. So maybe they'll beat the Packers, but this game Thursday looks like it might be ugly. And now you're behind the eight ball before the season really has even started, and you're looking at going 1-3. and three. Cowboys have started 3-0 and now get to play the Saints without Breeze. So uh, this is not an ideal start for the, the Bird gang. But uh, yeah, it just sucks, basically. But that's that. I'd have to, I'd have to agree, Ryan. I know the Steelers are zero three, but how did Mason Rudolph look? Mm. He looked promising at times. He had a couple uh, great touchdown passes, but I mean, this really the offense isn't where it should be. The run game has uh, been pretty terrible, but their third down efficiency also terrible. They went. 3 of 12 on third downs. Jesus how, how are you going to set up the run game for success when you convert on 3 of 12? Um, what was the final score of that game? Oh, 24-20, but uh, James Conner fumbled late in the fourth quarter uh, to give, give the 49ers a short field. And they cashed in with a touchdown. And the Steelers had like a minute left with the ball to try and do something and didn't do anything. But uh, the Steelers' defense has looked the best it has in years, to be honest. But they had they had five takeaways, three three fumble recoveries, and two interceptions. And uh, still lost. One by Minka Fitzpatrick. Who played outstanding, by the way. Absolutely big fan of that deal. Well, I mean, the Dolphins are just getting rid of everybody at this point. But you know, when you when you make that trade, you're pretty much saying that you know you're you're putting your faith in Mason Rudolph because yeah. it was it was a first rounder, which I have no problem with. You know, at least at least go forward with a set plan. But yeah, I, I mean, don't just. You can't just be like, oh, we're giving up because Ben's out for the year. He's out for the year, right? He's not like, because he has to have TJ, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's He won't be playing this season. I figured. But, I mean, you have a competent backup. It's not like you don't have anybody. But it even seems like Ben could be coming back to play next season. So, if Mason Rudolph's your guy, even if he's not ready... I mean, now's the perfect time to get ready. Yeah, I would agree. And you know what? You just you just got to do what Big Ben said. Yeah. Just study your playbook. That was his advice. Just study your playbook. I'm not helping him. Just, you know. 
I mean, Mason Rudolph has looked. He's looked. I mean, the game. The game wasn't his fault. No. No. I think the Steelers win the game if uh, James Conner doesn't fumble that ball. When you when you have when you have a when you have five turnovers in a game, like four, like the Niners had five turnovers, you should win that game. Like you have to win that game. Right. But I mean, <laughs> there were there was some crazy stat where uh, I think at one point the turnover margin was minus four. And like for in the N- Niners, yeah, and in NFL history, like no one's ever won at minus four. But of course, the Steelers fumbled, so it went to minus three. So, <laughs> so then you know the Steelers didn't fuck that one up. They didn't fuck up the <laughs> minus four. You know what? How pissed would you have been had you seen that? Oh, somebody has a turnover ratio of minus four, and nobody's ever won <laughs> except except the Niners over the Steelers. I mean, um, I haven't been too emotional just because, you know, there's there's not a whole lot of hope. I was gonna say, how do you feel? Is it kind of a, is it kind of a melancholy feeling where it's just like it's, if it, we if we do good, great. If not, oh well. If it feels like nothing, like you feel empty inside, don't you? You're just like, yeah, okay. It's not like it's not like the excitement of game days there. No. I mean, yeah, no. I'm going to watch I'm of course going to watch the games, but but I mean, I, the Steelers defense I think is pretty solid. And uh, a lot of the I don't think they've recovered as many fumbles in fucking 3 years as they had in the first 3 games of the season. And all a lot of these are forced fumbles. Uh TJ Watt's been a monster. She comes in there with that flying fist. But yeah, it's not good. Probably not going to be a good season. But they're definitely going to beat the Dolphins and the Cardinals. One would think you'd beat the Dolphins. Um, Ravens, Chiefs, I, I, I don't know what else. I don't know what to say. The game should have been 33-30 to 30 because Harbaugh should have kicked the extra point both times. Like I, the first possession of the game, I don't know why you go for two. I don't care that the Chiefs got a penalty. You need every point you can you can get against the Chiefs because they're going to score on 75% of their possessions just every time. That's just Maybe that's why they went for two. Yeah, but okay. So if they're going to score and you're trying to get up, why are you calling I don't know why you're calling like run plays. If Lamar can throw and you want to take advantage of their secondary, then take advantage of their fucking secondary and throw. Going Lamar for two. Too early literally cost so many teams games. Yeah, it's it's the it's how early it happened in the game. Had that been like our third possession and we had already scored a touchdown, I would have been like and it was like near the end of a half and you knew you were getting the ball to start the second half, I would have been completely okay with it. I'm completely fine with okay, we got thirteen, we're gonna try to stretch it stretch it to fifteen and oh by the way, we're getting the ball again. I like that move, but to go for it on the opening drive and then fuck it up, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is going to be a long fucking day. And it was. It was just like, we couldn't do shit. But I'm not panicking, and I also knew that we had, it was a slim chance we were winning that game. Because I knew the Chiefs are always going to be tough to play. Uh, but 
the... God, we just couldn't stop anybody in defense. Literally, Travis Kelsey was open by five yards every fucking time. Every time. And then every time something good happened, there'd be a flag. Roughing the passer, I think I called three or four times against us. We were shooting ourselves in the foot all day. Which is very unlike a John Harbaugh-led team. Like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't understand what was happening. Um, either way, uh, the Ravens backdoor covered on it, so I was fine. That was a little silver lining there. Thank God Lamar scored that touchdown. Um, other, other games, uh, Patriots defeated the Jets 30-14, to no surprises there. Minnesota over Oakland 34-14, to I lost that one. Uh, New Orleans over Seattle, thought that was interesting. Appar- apparently playing at Seattle isn't as hard as it used to be. No, I mean, and Seattle's not as good as it as they used to be. There's they no, just, there's no reason that the Seahawks should have lost at home to a backup quarterback. But I mean, a backup quarterback that has started in the past and led his team to the playoffs in the past. I mean, yeah, I guess, but that, like that was forever ago. He's a competent quarterback, though. and he That's didn't even he didn't even beat out Case Keenum in Minnesota, right? I think he was still hurt. No, he had come back. I think was that. Was that when they had Bradford, Keenum, and Bridgewater? Um, it would have been, yeah, it was 2017. I think yeah. Bradford actually started the year and then got benched, like, really, really early. Yeah, and then they went to Keenum. I don't know. Uh, we had... If he, was good, if he was good enough to be a starting quarterback, then he, would, he wouldn't have signed with the Saints then, probably. Probably He would have gone not. somewhere where he could have started. Probably not, but, I mean, people probably scared of his knee, like, getting too fucked up again. And he also, like, wasn't an elite starting quarterback. He was a competent starting quarterback, much like uh, Dak Prescott. Um, You say that, but he's absolutely shredding it so far this season, so I can't even... I would love nothing more to agree with you on that, because it's starting to annoy me, but, you know, he's doing his thing. hasn't played anybody. Uh, Buffalo over Cincinnati. That was closer than I liked it than I liked it to be. Bills are three and zero. Yeah, they got to go play the Patriots. They're three and one. Parallel. <laughs> well, okay. Well, yeah. But parallel yeah. universe. Backtracking here, uh, just for a second. I can't even tell you how many times I've said I don't think Dak Prescott is good at football. And uh, I think he's average. Just, and he's just he just. Put a big old middle finger at me and say, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'd say, can we wait till he plays somebody real? That's all I'm going to say. I want to see him play like... I mean, he wasn't good last season. No, he wasn't. But, I mean, because he has Zeke and Cooper, uh, everybody's going to suck his dick. But, I mean... I mean, yeah, I guess have- I guess it's early in the season, so... I always say, if you want to be elite, take him, take all of his massive uh, weapons away and see what he does. Yeah, if, if if we're getting in the early QB, great QB conversation, then you can throw Case Keenum up there, too, for two weeks of work. Yep. So, time will tell. I Green... need the Saints to win next week so badly. <laughs> Green Bay over Denver, 27-16. Atlanta 27 24. Hmm. That's the other thing. It's pissing me off. 
Like, what? We lost to that Falcons team? Yeah. I mean, come yeah, on. Did. The Falcons are not a good team. And it's just making me more mad that we lost that one, too. It's just... It's, 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 Arizona loses to Carolina with a backup quarterback 38-20. to That did not look... They, The Cardinals just did not look good. It was not a good look for them. Uh, Houston over L.A., 27, or San Diego Chargers, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, 27-20. And, uh, hmm. I don't know how much shit I'm going to have to eat for Daniel Jones beating Tampa Bay. Simply because, good God, if the Bucs could find a kicker, they would have (laughs) lost. Jones looked good, don't get me wrong. But the Buccaneers are way worse than I fucking thought they would be. So do you want to know something about my uh, fantasy football team? I I cut Goskowski last week because I was so fed up with the amount of extra points and field goals he missed. The Patriots scored 43 points, and I got zero from their kicker because of how much he was missing. So I was like, no, I'm done with this. I don't care. It's only week two. Cut him. The guy I picked up. Was that Buccaneers kicker? <laughs> so you I just cut. I just you, cut him today too. I don't give a shit if you miss an extra point. I'm I'm kicking you off my team. I don't care. I'll I'll cycle. I'll go through every single free agent kicker if I have to this year. You can't. You can't pick up a Buccaneers kicker. You just can't. So here's the thing. I actually I found this website last year. I can't remember what it was called, but just for fun, I actually did fantasy college football. That's a he, thing. It exists, actually. I can't remember what the name of the website was. You can Google it, though. You can play it. It's, it's, it's kind of fun. I didn't play it this year, though. But All he right. was my kicker in college fantasy last year. He went to Utah. And actually was pretty good. He's got a lot of range. So I was like, okay, I, at least I know who this is. I'll give him a chance. And he misses two extra points. I'm, I'm just like, what, what do I have to do? Um, but yeah, that's that sucks. That, the fact that he so he was he missed two extra points and one field goal. I think so. And they yes. lost and they lost by one point. Yep. Yeah, that would make me want to jump off of a building. Famous Jameis, another very overrated quarterback in my opinion. Don't see it. Oh, I don't uh, think I think he's I don't think anybody thinks that highly of him. So I think he's like just the right amount of rated. I would fucking hope not. Uh, L.A. beats Cleveland 20-13, making me very happy because although the Ravens lost, everybody else in the division lost, so I'm okay with it. At least we were right about the Browns so far. Again, they don't have an offensive line. Mm-hmm. Fourth and nine, yeah, let's run a draw. Freddie, kicking, Freddie Kitchens, oh, you really fucking stumped him there. You moron. Thank God the Browns are just still the fucking Browns. Uh, speaking of Utah, Andrew... Yeah, that was did a good I, call on your part. I yeah. did not believe you. Oh, yeah. I, I went 2-0 on my uh, upsets. SMU beat TCU. That's right, U, yeah. And, U, and USC beat Utah. Mm. But, you know, Is that really an upset? What? USC over Utah? Well, Utah yeah. was 10. Yeah, Utah was 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me know who buys that. I did. Utah's good. I think they're good. But. You know what's so we we shit talk the ACC and they deserve it. Do you know who the last remaining unbeaten team in the Pac-12 is? Um, Cal. Yeah, no. 
They are the uh, last man standing in that conference. I don't buy. I don't buy Cal. I mean, all. they have a really good defense, but they, I just, they do. But I mean, it's just you think of power schools. Does Cal Berkeley come to mind? No, not since uh, Jared Goff. Or since Aaron Rodgers, for that matter. Right, Rodgers, Deshaun Jackson, Marshawn. There it is. Uh, but yeah. So Ryan, Ryan, you you tried to get me to like eat shit on Twitter last night. I I don't know. Like, what do you want me to say? I'm just. I, I was wrong, along with ninety nine point five percent of everybody else that, like, even remotely watches the NFL. I just I I think I'm annoyed with today's pop culture society. Everyone on Twitter ganging up on the. On the Giants saying, ha, 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 that's such a Giants move, picking this trash quarterback. They're going to be trash for the next decade. Mm. I don't think it was, I don't think it was a trash pick. It was, it was where he was picked. And now, I never said that he was going to be a great quarterback. I just said, you know. You just said give it. You just said let it play. I say, you know, I believe these scouts, like, this is their job to pick players and, and in football, what do you really need? A guy that fits your system. Scouts have always said, yeah, we're wrong 65% of the 65, 75% of the time. Because you can't judge the intangibles. I remember Brian Billick saying something watching like the Brady Six documentary where he was like, you're looking for the intangibles. Basically, when somebody says that, they're telling you, we don't know what we're looking for, but we know it when we see it. I mean, Alvin Kamara wasn't shit in college. Nope. And, uh, I don't at, even know where he went to school, honestly. And look at him now. I think he went to Alabama and then transferred to Tennessee, something like that. Yeah, he, he, right. was, he was Tennessee's short yardage guy. Uh, like, goal line guy and stuff. All right. Why I, would they use him for that? He's, like, shorter than because I Because it's Tennessee, that's why. <laughs> I, I was watching Tennessee with a Tennessee fan over the weekend, so. As so, was I. Was he, like, just depressed the whole time? <laughs> I mean, like the state of his team. I mean, he just like kind of accepted it. <laughs> we took we took a sh- we took a shot for their field goal. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, we, the Tennessee fan I was watching with, she uh, turned the game off in the fourth quarter. She's like, I can't watch this shit anymore. And um, then uh, you know, what, we, yeah, there's nothing to watch. Exactly. Um. So. Yeah, did you guys happen to catch the the UCLA Washington State game? Oh, I I woke up. Obviously, this is way past my bedtime. I woke up and saw. Oh, damn! UCLA won a shootout, and then I read like the one headline on ESPN.com that said, "Oh yeah, they were down by thirty-two in the fourth quarter, or in third the third quarter. quarter." Third quarter, yeah. Like that's almost impossible. Yeah. I, I I watched those highlights just. Because I was curious how Washington State could possibly have blown this. It was it was it was insane. I uh, I was well asleep by then as well. Um, yeah. You know, I, I started slugging them at noon. So to yeah, to, I fell asleep in the middle of that Notre Dame Georgia game. So not to, that it was a bad game because it no, was a great it wasn't. Game. But it was just it was just like I was just too tired. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, you know, to to make it to those uh, West Coast games is. Not really happening when you're cracking them at noon. So, even even for me, it's hard, and I'm on the West Coast. And it's still like Jesus Christ. Did you watch the whole game? I didn't. Wa- I watched the second half. Um, That's unbelievable. Because it, it was the only game on. Uh, also, boys, it is f- currently 4:18 p.m. 
uh, Pacific Standard Time or Mountain Time, whichever time zone I'm in, because Arizona doesn't do daylight shaving. Mountain. But whatever. Beside the point. Mountain. Beside the point. Yeah. So Mountain Time and uh, Michigan still fucking sucks. <laughs> Good I God. I didn't know where you were going with that. They do. Good God, they suck. They do, but I would like to keep the talk to a minimum until we prove ourselves on the field. I can talk shit when you give up 28 when uh, Jonathan Taylor has 150 yards in the first quarter. I can talk a little bit of shit. Can I give a shout-out to the University of Pittsburgh? No. Why would you want to? Because, see, I think with my brain and not my heart, like you rabid fans, and I'm just looking for them to boost Penn State's schedule. Yes, I, I that was a spin zone that everybody had. Like, wait, is Pitt a quality win now? No, I, I so Pitt, thank you. I think that from the beginning, every time, I want them to win. I don't want Michigan losing to Wisconsin at this. I want them to win. I want them to. No, no, no. I want Michigan losing. I don't want them losing like that. No, I want to play Michigan when their when their stock is at the highest. That's what it's all about nowadays with the committee. Resume this, resume that. You can't just win your, now. Yeah, I see your point. You here's, you can, though. Because if we go undefeated, we're not getting left out of the playoff. And if we lose twice, then we're not getting into the playoff. Clearly. So it's, it's, it's a very, 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 very small chance that it comes down to just our resume versus somebody else's. So at the end of the day, Pitt... Winning that game probably doesn't really matter for us. I mean, which makes me angry. I mean, that, because UCF should have won. That pit that pit team could easily be in the ACC championship game. Well, they were in it last year. Uh, they could easily be in it again this year. And they might, and they'll get smoked by clubs. Their play. defense looks pretty solid. Well, their yeah, defense didn't play particularly well on Saturday. The other the other notable game, uh, Auburn A and M. Well, hang on, hang on just a second. Can I t- just wrap up that UCF pit game? Yep. How they they fucking ran my own play against me. Very poorly, but yeah, they did. On a f- this would have UCF just needed to stop on fourth down. They would have won. The streak would have gone to twenty eight non bowl wins. They run the Philly special, and I was so angry. And then, on in the post game. Interview on the field, Narduzzi, or I can't remember who the field reporter was, but asked him, you have a name for that play? And he goes, yeah, the Pitt Special. And I almost popped a blood vessel. Not only are you going to take my play, but then don't even have the decency to, like, name it something else? You're going to call it the Pitt Special? Go fuck yourself. That, that's such bullshit. Well, I hope it gets. I hope it gets wiped from like the history book. I hope nobody ever remembers that moment, no, which I know won't. will happen because it's going to be remembered forever. Because you, there was a monumental loss for UCF, I mean, and that just that, that it sucks is. dick. It could not have happened to a less deserving team than Pitt. I agree. Um, Can we talk to yeah. Penn State Pitt for just a hot second? What do you? What? Yeah. Uh, about how we were shitting ourselves in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Uh, no. I well, first of all, I've seen numerous quotes of people saying that Penn State almost lost to Pitt. In what world did we almost lose to Pitt? I, that would imply Pitt had a chance in that game. Well, they did. Uh, n- when? At the end of the game. To tie the uh, game. 
Yeah, yeah, it's not so like it was... say they had a chance. Well, they probably would have scored and then run the fucking pit special to go for two and beaten us. Uh, yeah, but the way it played out, I don't think you can you can say that Penn State almost lost to Pitt. Well, no, I I don't agree with that, but I'm saying they definitely had a chance. And yeah. and I don't think th- I really have reason to freak out. It was a ultra conservative game. Penn State's defense played great. It's you know that's football sometimes. You know the they just, the. Co- they- College football playoff era football. If you don't fucking put up 60 points, then you drop in the rankings. What, did we move up one spot? We went to 12. And when, what, no, no. three teams ahead of us lost? Well, I was I was fine with Notre Dame not dropping that far. Because Notre Dame played a lot better. I thought Georgia was going to cover, and Notre Dame played a lot better than I thought. So Utah loses to unranked. Yeah, they were. Well, yeah, we jumped them. That was easy. We easily jumped Michigan. They dropped all the way to like twenty, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the rankings in front of you? No, I don't. But I'll, I... I'll pull them up here in just a second. Um. The, uh. Yeah. What? So like Boise State is like next in line for that that group of five spot in the near yeah. six. Yeah. Yeah. So where are they? They're uh they're sixteen now. Um so here, I'll just go so from twelve to one, Penn State, one loss Texas, again that's fine because their one loss was a close game to LSU. Right. Notre Dame, one loss, it was to Georgia on the road, fine. And nine through one, uh, all undefeated. We got Florida, Wisconsin, Auburn, Oklahoma, Ohio State, LSU, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson. Florida's uh, not that good. Georgia actually has a. They have one first place vote. Alabama's got six. Clemson's got fifty five. We'll see what happens. So Florida's got Towson actually. September 28th, and then October 5th, Florida-Auburn. Florida's trash. Yeah, Florida's way overrated. Disagree, but okay. Hmm. I mean, they're probably worse now that they have their second-string quarterback in there, but I thought they looked fine. They played about as well as you would have wanted. They won by 31 points. I just think overall they're they're overrated. I mean, they played, like, the sloppiest football game I've ever seen the first game of the season. That was terrible. Well, yeah, but that I've been over this. They, everybody plays their sloppiest game the first game. It should have been. Uh, now, yeah. Miami's, Miami's a lot worse than I thought they were. Yeah. Uh, so that's not a good look. But, you know, they and they won at Kentucky. That was a big rivalry game for them. And they beat Tennessee. We'll see what happens against Towson. I'm sure that'll be a win. And then a big game. Back-to-back weeks, actually. They're home versus Auburn. Then at LSU the following week, that's that's pretty brutal. Uh, That'll be where they start to fall apart. But you know, they, I mean, yeah. they'll get nine wins, ten wins. I don't know. Florida gave Tennessee plenty of opportunities where they could oh, yeah, where, sure. where they could have put themselves in all kinds of trouble. But, te- but Tennessee's just yeah. But Tennessee being Tennessee, then you know. Uh, all right, let's run through some NFL injuries. Cam Newton's already been ruled out for Week Four. Uh. Saquon Barkley is out four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. That did not look pretty. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Kitchens is still a moron uh, and very overrated, much like the Browns. And the Cardinals cut Michael Crabtree. 
I believe that's. I believe they cut him a week before the Cardinals have to play the Rams, who have a keep to leave. I don't know. I think the Cardinals are playing the Rams this week. They're obviously going to play up twice, but um, yeah. Camp. How much does Michael Crabtree even have like left in the tank? I don't think much. I think he. I think he might be. He might. They might. Yeah. Somebody, somebody might kick the tires on him, but. Nothing, really. Johnny, the Cardinals are playing the Seahawks next week. Okay. Thank you. Um, yeah, all right. That's our recap of weeks three and four. You got any final thoughts, boys? Uh, yeah. So, you know, the Steelers, who have given my heart nothing but an empty feeling, luckily... The Yankees clinched the division. Luckily, at 8 o'clock, D.C. United played the Seattle Sounders. One two nothing. Uh, it could have been a whole lot worse. Wayne Rooney hit two crossbars. Uh, we had another post. DC United could have put seven on the board, but that's we're not going to worry about it. Great two nothing win. They're in the four spot in the East, which means they would host a home game in the playoffs. Two games left. Let's keep fighting here. Anything to say about the Yankees? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're waiting. You're waiting till the playoffs. Yep. Well, uh, we'll see how their uh, ragtag rotation of pitchers does. That's that's what that's what would worry me. Um, Andrew, final thought. Yeah. So hockey season's right around the corner. It I, is. I was talking, Johnny. I was talking to you about how uh, the Flyers just resigned Konechny. So uh-huh. I'm getting excited. Uh, so I'm looking at the schedule. Johnny, do you know when the Flyers' first game is? I assume mid-October, or am I wrong? It's early October. Here's the funky, funky thing. Their first game of the season, Friday, October 4th, at 2 p.m. It's a great day. They're starting the season with a, a, a weekday afternoon game. A little matinee? Little Friday I was about matinee. to say, Johnny, the Flyers' first game for you is gonna the puck's gonna drop before lunchtime for you. Yeah, it's on How my birthday. How wild is you that? It's on my birthday. You think I'm doing anything that day? No, <laughs> you're out of your mind. Uh, I just weekday afternoon games in the NHL are rare as it is, but the fact that it's the Flyers' first one, I'm, believe me, I'm all on board for it. I get to come home from work, crack open a cold one, and then the Flyers are on. I, it's pretty awesome, actually. But I just, it's just so obscure. That um that they're playing on two o- two o'clock on a weekday to open the season. That's like some baseball shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm on board for it. Usually, um, I used to cut my grass on Saturdays, but ever since football season started, I cut it on Friday after work because Saturdays are for college football. Now I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm obviously not cutting the grass. Maybe I'll cut it Thursday. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, my final thought is Penn State's playing Maryland on Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are we confident? Because I am. I think. What did we open as like a seven-point road favorite? I think right now. Well, let me check the line on that. Uh, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. But like, so they. They had supposedly this explosive ass offense. Yeah, we're minus seven. And then. They lose to Temple because they had like ten plays inside the ten yard line and couldn't score. And then Temple turned around and then got their ass beat by Buffalo, who we absolutely destroyed. Uh, like, 
I think Maryland didn't they like cancel all of their classes that day? Yeah. yeah. Yep. They're, they're thinking about this game way too much. They're gonna get it's gonna get in their own heads. I could see us struggling at the beginning because Maryland's obviously gonna be fired up. That's gonna be like the biggest home game there in years, probably. Maybe other over- than that Ohio State game last year. That was a yeah. good one. But I'm not I'm not overlooking this game, but No. No, you you can't afford to overlook that game. No, it's I'm, too dangerous. I'm, I'm, I'm but they're not, not they're not going to. And like no. they, all the Penn State players hate Maryland. Because they yeah. know a lot of each other. Along with along with all of, most of Penn State fans hate Maryland. Well, yeah, well, just all, everything everything about the school. Well, all th- all three of us used to live in Maryland, so we know. Yeah, was, yeah. they're terrible people. Well, not all of them, but most of them. Yeah. I I couldn't be more confident that the Lions are going to march in Bird Stadium. But I say stadium with air quotes. So you know, it's a concrete slab of shit. But. It's half empty most of the They're time. They're going to march in there. They're going to route Maryland. And no one's going to show up to a Maryland game again. Anyway, the stadium's going to be 75% State College. Mm-hmm. State College takes the road four hours south of College Park. You know, it's... Uh, Maryland's going down. Simple as that. I was hoping they would be ranked so we could put another check on our resume, but... You know, they wanted to go and lose to Temple. So, we'll treat them like a team that loses to Temple. Yeah, as we should. All right. That's going to do it for us. We will see you guys on Friday. Andrew, play us out. Got a whole lot of number I ain't We done sold out now everybody mad at Tell them roll out now everybody smashing. Get ready because you know it's about to be a problem. Hope you ready, cause you know about to be a problem. This is the only way we know to go. Squad up, never roll alone. And we gon' ride on forever.